on down and join us, folks. Plenty of opportunities to sign up and win. We are giving away uh, two pairs of UTEP basketball tickets. The Miners will be taking on NMSU. That'll be a week from tonight at the Don Haskins Center, 7 o'clock tip. And then we're also giving away tickets for UTEP and Southeast Louisiana as uh, that will be coming up on December the 19th. So plenty of opportunities to sign up. You could be a winner and uh, head on down to the Don Haskins Center to watch the UTEP men's basketball team play. All right. We're also going to get a chance to uh, get to your phones at 880-5763-880-KROD. That is our uh, telephone number as uh, we get started. But let me uh, go ahead and uh, right now we'll get to uh, Coach Haskins in just a moment. Uh, but, no, before we do, uh, Coach, are we ready? Uh, let me get to those things for you. And uh, i got to tell you something. When you walked in tonight uh, to the uh, Three-Legged Monkey and you had a, uh, a standing ovation from the people here uh, in attendance, uh, a pretty uh, awesome sight, Yeah, wasn't I'll it? tell you what, uh, people of El Paso have always been very, very nice. And uh, just a moment ago, guess who I got a call from? Who's that? Billy Clyde. Did you really? Billy Clyde Gillespie, yeah. Just now. And huh? I could, yeah. And uh, it was so noisy that I couldn't talk to him. I told him I'd call him back or tomorrow. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I just received a call about uh, two hours ago from Doc Sadler. I talked to Doc this morning. So everybody's, uh, yeah. everybody's calling you and on a regular talked- basis. Uh, of course, we're going to have Tim on, Tim Floyd. That's right. And uh, talk to him today. Excellent. But I think you, uh, I was asking him yeah. if he'd come on. He said you already, he was already set. We're working on that, trying, now, to, uh, trying to get everything done. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, everything I've heard from people who've been there love Keitha's, uh, they love her basketball team. And, uh, you know, I haven't been to one of our games of any kind, and I'm going to start crying but i have you know things haven't been very good yeah so i just haven't been out keitha you've done a hell of a job mate. well we're we're working on it we've got a lot we got a lot ahead of us but we're taking one day at a time well hey i got to see doc sadler last week did you really yeah. you're, you're playing up in lincoln against nebraska yeah, yeah we went up there and played nebraska and then uh the night before we had practice and uh I got to spend a little time with him, and uh, it was really good seeing him. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you, um, how's he look? Does he look the same since he uh, since he left El Paso? Hey, he Doc is Doc. He's just as friendly as can be. He was in his it was around 8:30. We finished up, went in his office, and he was in there studying game film, watching them practice, and it was um, it was really good seeing him. So he was pretty fired up about his team, and uh, was asking a lot about the people here in El Paso, wanting to know how people were doing and uh, we kind of reminisced and uh, it was good seeing him. Sounds like a lot of fun. It was. That was a game by the way that uh, you guys were leading at halftime, had a great chance to win and uh, I love the experience of playing against a a Big 12 school that had an identical record as your team last year, 22-8 and and a team that much like yourselves could find uh, right back in the postseason after uh, after this year is done. Yeah, it it was good for us. Uh, You know, we did a lot of good things in that game but there was one one area that we didn't do very well and, and it, it, it ended up costing us the game we didn't rebound very well and uh, but the great thing about that is since we've been back home uh, we've been working on that and I think our players understand you know that that's an area that we've got to work at and we got to get better because you know when you rebound it definitely improves your chances at winning but there were some very positive things from that game um, but you know 
we we also know if we'd have rebounded, we'd be two and zero right now, and that'd have been a big win. So we're yeah. we're disappointed on that part of it. But uh, you know, you go and play some good people early, you find out what what areas you need to improve on. And that's the good thing about doing that. 880-5763-880-KRD, our telephone number, as uh, the Don Haskins Show continues right now with our guest here in hour number one, uh, Keith Adams. And, Coach, uh, I'll say this, you've had a couple of weeks now to practice and uh, play some very good teams in exhibition play. Uh, the Chinese Olympic team comes to mind, and another great game that goes right down to the wire. And, unfortunately, you don't come out on the winning end, but, again, a chance to uh, to play with uh, one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, that was uh, that was really good for us too because they they were they were some experienced women. I mean, those gals knew how to play. They shot the ball very well. Uh, they had incredible size. They had a lot of six five, six four, that uh, all of them could play it. And uh, we, uh, you know, we came off that Nebraska game and our turned right around to play that national team from China and. Uh, I told our kids, you know, we they're going to bring the size, but we need to bring the speed, and yep. we need to really try to improve on our rebounding. And we made a great effort. I think the thing that was really encouraging from that night, I played a lot of our young newcomers and our freshmen. Those kids got out there and competed, and they didn't look like freshmen. And uh, in our first exhibition game, uh, they looked a little bit like freshmen that first outing against the Jaguars. But, you know, the more you play and that experience you get uh, – you know, you get a better idea of we're trying to, you know, we got our returners and we're plugging in some newcomers and, and uh, we're trying to put it together. Keith, when do you play again? We play Friday. Friday. Uh, we've got our Thanksgiving Classic Tournament. It's the first time we've ever had a tournament uh, here. We've got three teams coming in. Uh, 4.30 uh, on Friday, uh, the University of Nevada and Stephen F. Austin will play one another. And then we'll play at 7 o'clock against Cal State Fullerton. And then the two teams that win will play in the championship on Saturday at 7. Two losing teams will play at 4.30 on Saturday. So we're excited about having a tournament here over the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, it's the first time for us to do that, and uh, it'll be good to, to be playing here at home. Is this something that uh, could very well become a tradition uh, for women's basketball, to host uh, your own Thanksgiving tournaments? We'd like to do that. You know, we did that uh, at Independence, uh, and it was always it was kind of a fun time. It was Thanksgiving, and people are on, uh, on vacation, and then it's the holiday time, and, you know, you can eat a lot of turkey, fill your belly, and then <laughs> come to the stands and take in some good basketball. And um, instead of traveling... You know, we've worked it where we could do this, and uh, we're planning on doing it next year. And, you know, the great thing is the, the president and Bob Stoll and UTEP supported us in doing this because uh, it, it does take money, you know, to bring teams in, and they've done that. And yep. I think it's a great thing because, you know, it's a tournament that we are having here at a time where I don't know that there's any other thing going on in El Paso. So it gives people an opportunity to I'll see bet, some events. I bet you practice turkey day, though, don't you? You bet you. Uh. <laughs> we're going to practice, and then we're going to eat, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's good, Joe. Your appetites will get a little bigger after after a good practice that's on Thanksgiving. Right. I used to let them eat and then practice. Well, did we're going to... really? I bet you did. And did you have any in the trap? Had the heads in the trash well, can? Well, I heard a lot of grumbling. The guys <laughs> ate too much, but um, now uh, Christmas, too, you know, and... Let them meet, and then we go down and work out. Explain, now, explain to me the reasoning behind that. Why would you eat first and then practice instead of, uh, like uh, Keith is talking about, uh, pra you know, eat and, and, then, uh, pra and then, or practice and then eat? Because the Zonry is there. I didn't, <laughs> didn't want them to be happy. <laughs> 
Now, every year you do the same thing. You always uh, let them always eat first. Always did that. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's easy to get out of condition. Yeah. Yep. Just one or two big meals, and and you don't run it off. And I I wanted them to think about Plenty. they're going to practice when they're eating, right? Because <laughs> they eat plenty the way it is. I'm sure that. And uh, but. Uh, that's why we did it. Mm, Coach Aspen's, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to be pondering and thinking about that a little bit. Do what now? I'm going to be thinking about that a little bit. Because <laughs> I know one thing. Well, I'll t- I'll tell I got you what, a few that like I'll tell, tell you what you could do. Practice that morning, let them go eat, and then practice that, uh, that evening. Now, would you go twice the day before you're going to play, and you're going to have two, days at, two games? Nope. At, well, we're going pra- to play on Friday and Saturday, back-to-back. You I'm would, talking about Turkey Day. Yeah, then the day, and, but that's the day before the two games. They play Friday the day after Thanksgiving, and then they play again Saturday. So would you actually practice your team twice the day before uh, a no, game? No, I was just joking. Ah, <laughs> that's what we're trying to get to here. All right. If any of my players are listening right now, Coach Haskins, I bet they're sweating just listening to this. No. <laughs> I've watched Keith at practice, and uh, she works hard on the floor. She's a very good floor coach. Uh, they uh, play good defense. They handle the ball well on offense. And uh, uh, fans now, uh, I, I haven't been out. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't been to a, man, a men's game either. But uh, uh, you're missing something if you don't watch your teams play. I would agree. It sounds like now. I I listen to every. I was listening to the scores when you're at Nebraska. And the last score I heard, you're ahead by four or five, mm-hmm. and you got beat seventy-one sixty-eight. We got beat seventy-one sixty-four. Oh, I don't we, know. I was thinking sixty-eight. Yeah, we were we were up, and uh, we gave up two offensive rebounds off the free throw line. Oh, and, that killed you. And that killed us. It did, and uh, you know, it really uh, it it all came down. If if we would have rebounded the basketball, we would have beat them on their home floor, and. You know, but the thing is, we we've talked about that. Well, Our kids watched it, and uh, will they be here next year? They're coming down here next year. Oh, Nebraska that's will be here. That's yes, great. That is excellent. All right, let's take our first break of the hour. Keitha Adams is here with us. We're talking UTEP basketball, 880-5763. More from the three-legged monkey as uh, the Don Haskins show continues right after this on News Radio KROD. As we roll right along here from the three-legged monkey, come on down and join us. It's the corner of Hawkins, Montana, the return of the Don Haskins Show. Heading east for the first time. We've always done this on the west side of town. I want to thank everybody that's been out here to join us so far at the monkey. Great reaction uh, when the bear walked in. And we appreciate everybody from uh, coming on down tonight and enjoying those $1.50 Tecates on special $3 Long Island iced teas. And, of course, it's the home of the best damn bar food. Chef Mike told us that earlier. And, uh, Keitha, you got to make sure you, uh, I'll tell you, the uh, the menu here is, is pretty uh, impressive. You're going to okay. have to find something good afterwards. Okay, I will, I will. Hey, uh, Steve, I had chopped beef uh, sandwich. How'd oh, you do? Great. Excellent. It's great. Excellent. Uh, it was so big that I couldn't eat it all. 
and uh, Beto is taking care of it for me down there. Well, he's got a pretty good appetite. He always does. Yes, yeah. I can I can tell. He comes in handy. That's right. 880-5763-880-KROD, our, our telephone number as we continue uh, talking UTEP women's basketball right now with Keith Adams. You want to get in, you have a question for the coach, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your roster. Okay. This year, uh, you, you did lose some uh, some seniors a, from a year ago. Many of uh, those that were uh, you know using, I guess, off the bench uh, to help out in depth, but you've got some great freshmen, and I know you also have a uh, much-heralded uh, senior who's spending her first year, a girl that you recruited very heavily out of high school in Natasha Lacey. Right. Well, one thing, uh, Steve, I will point out, we, we graduated Anna Valtier, who played 30 minutes for me, and, and yep. you know, she did all the little things, took charges, uh, was a great decision maker, played extremely hard. You know, I've coached along, well, it started to be my 18th, 18th or 19th year. Wow. And uh, through the years, I can tell you that, um, you know, Anna went hard in every drill, every practice, every game. You know, uh, she just brought it and on a consistent basis. And, you uh, She's now being a graduate assistant for us. She's a GA and um, working on her master's. And um, I, I envision us keeping her within our staff because she's uh, she knows our program so well and she's just a tremendous young lady. But um, we, you know, that's someone that, uh, boy, you can, she doesn't bring this great athleticism, but boy, was she a, a smart player and did a lot of things. So. You know, we did. We graduated that player, which um, I'd love to have her around for another four years. But we have brought a, a really good returning group in, and uh, and some newcomers that uh, I'm excited about. Keitha, she was my favorite player of all the that. women that have ever been here. I, I like that little girl. I know Wasn't that. she from uh, Can You Tell? She was uh, just right out at uh, Anthony and went to Chamberino oh, High Chamberino, School. Chamberino, okay. And, uh, and you know what, Coach, I have to tell you, there was one day last year, it was her senior year, and we did this radio show a year ago where we talked about our team and uh, you talked about Anna. And, you know, we had practice one day, and during the practice, Anna was kind of getting a little – she was always real – hard on herself i never had to get on anna because she was always tough on, on herself, herself yeah. yes and uh she was we were in practice she was getting down and she, i could tell she was getting hard on herself and i pulled it off the side and i i told her i said you know anna i want to tell you something i said you know last night coach askins and i we were doing the radio show and i said you know the first player that coach askins started talking about was you and i shared with her what you had said because you know, there's so much respect for you, Coach, and what you've done here. Well, and and she didn't listen to that radio show that night. She would have never known it. But I sure wanted to tell her that you felt that way because I know if I was a player and you felt that way and you thought that about me, I'd want to know that. And I told Anna that, and uh, I know it, it meant a lot to her. And and I, I, you know, I just think the world of her. And and she does all the little things, and that's that's blue the thing. Collar. Blue-collar players are hard to find. That's right. That's right. And she was very tough-nosed. And, uh, you uh, got people that want to play a little more offense. And once in a while, you'll find somebody wants to guard, but don't, you know, not totally rounded. But, uh, that gal could, uh, oh. she could do it all. Yep. And uh, it seemed like to me when you needed a three, uh, she could do it. 
Yep. But she was a blue-collar player if I ever saw one. And very smart. And yeah. I had to tell my coaching staff one time, we went down and played Rice, and we were in this really tough game. And after it was over with, I, I, I'd tell my assistants, I said, you know, Every once in a while, you guys, you guys got to remind me that Anna is a person. She's a human being. She'd go so hard and would never stop that if we didn't ever take her out to give her a rest, it just would never happen because she would, that kid never quit. And yeah. it's like sometimes you, you forget that she was actually a person. I mean, that kid just was unbelievable in how hard she'd go. But, you know, I shared that with her. And, you know, we're excited about this year, and it feels great having Anna still with us. And uh, she's helping us out now in a different role, but right. uh, it's good having her around. So how do you replace somebody like that? Can you replace somebody like that? If I ever coach another player like her, I will be very, very blessed and fortunate because that's something that, uh, you know, it's like Coach said, you know, you don't find a lot of players out there that's like that. And, and the amazing thing, too, and we'd always have our conference meetings, other coaches would always talk about how much they liked Valtier on our yeah. team and it was it was because she played so hard and did all the little things and she was smart and um, and our kids on our team respected Anna too because of that and, you know there's just a very big re regard of respect there for her because of how she played the game. Who are some of the new faces on the roster for this year's team? Well we've got um, Brittany Jones who's a freshman from uh, Michigan uh, you know she's an athletic guard that uh, can really get to the basket and in a transition game uh, she can really help us. You know, we're excited about, uh, you know, we've got a young lady named Svetlana who's a sharpshooter from Belarus that uh, can really shoot the basketball. Um, in the post position, we've got two new posts, and Ilda Chambe, she's from uh, Seward County Community College. And then uh, we have another Michigan young lady that's uh, around 6'2", that's named uh, Stephanie Rosado. Um, she's a very skilled post player. Uh, we brought in another guard, um, her name is Joanna, that uh, kind of reminds me of Vida Zagorskita. You remember Vida? Yes, I do. Um, the first time I watched Joanna on film, I was like, oh, my gosh, she reminds me of Vida. Yeah. Um, very similar. Um, she helped us win a ball game the other night. We were playing Texas Corpus, and they had a young lady that was lighting it up, and she had 17 points, and I stuck Joanna on, and I said, look, don't leave her. Don't let her touch it. Um, and the young lady didn't score another point in the last 10 minutes of the game, and she really beat her up. So, um, you know, we've got a, a good young group. Another young lady we've got out of Ohio is Alyssa Fabian, who I really like Alyssa. She can, um, she can shoot the basketball. She's got a really good basketball IQ. Um, she's a good decision maker. Uh, and I think that um, she's going to be a really nice player for us. And uh, I like our young kids. I really do. Uh, you know, it's just right now we're working on putting those returners and those newcomers and finding that mix. Um, that's pretty. It's pretty competitive in practice. Uh, I think we've got more depth, which is good. And then obviously Natasha Lacey, who's very talented. Uh, you know, we're still we're still trying to get her back off of being injured and uh, you know she set out all last year and so right now you know she's not on all cylinders and she's not a hundred percent but at being 75 percent she's pretty darn good you know she did some really nice things for us at uh, Nebraska and then the other night we played Corpus we didn't have Jerrica Hughes which is our go-to playmaker in the point 
and Lacey helped us win that ball game with Jerrica not playing. So, you know, we've got more depth, and, um, you know, I think that we could have a fun year if we can stay healthy and if our kids will, you know, just understand how important it is. We've got to work hard and we've got to be a team. How many seniors do we have? We have six seniors. Six. Yes, Isa Pekarska. Uh, she's our center. And uh, I'll tell you, Kasha Kresel's played very, very well. Yes. She shot the ball extremely well. She's rebounded the basketball well. Um, she's brought uh, definitely some uh, good leadership and that experience. Um, you know, we're uh, we're a fun team. I, today we were practicing. We were working on our motion offense. And, you know, at, we had a possession where we really moved the ball around and we were being unselfish and setting screens. And we got a nice, easy basket. And I stopped and I said, okay, raise your hand if you touch the ball. And all five of them raised their hand. And it's that teamwork thing, you know. we I think that that's the thing that I really like that. And I, and I think our kids, people enjoyed watching us play last year because we played as a team and we were unselfish. And we're just trying to continue and instill that same thing because I think with that kind of um, mentality of being a team and being unselfish and making the extra pass, I think we can win some ball games with that kind of uh, approach. Would you call this squad as athletic a team as you've ever had? Yeah, you know, we're. I would say yes, and I think that we're. Uh, we've got more depth. You know, that's the thing that um, I think we've added some depth. And that uh, that helps. And you know, I'm really excited about Jerrica Hughes and, and Natasha Lacey. Those two guards together, I'm telling you right now, those are pretty salty guards. Yeah. What about the conference, Keith? It's very competitive. Uh, you know, I think that uh, SMU is going to be very good. They, you know, they've had a young team for quite some time, and most of their players are back. And um, you know, they're they're talented. Uh, Tulane won the conference last year, and you know, they've got some really good guards. Rice, it's going to be interesting to see Rice because they graduated some really good players, but they've got some pretty good ones that they had coming back. So, you know, there were seven teams that got first-place votes. Seven. 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 Uh -oh. So you, you got a lot of parity, yeah. and uh, I yeah. think it's going to be a, a really tight race clear up to the very end in uh, February. Well, Last year was a very tight race. You were right in there till the very end. 22 wins, most ever. And I know that's the thing. A lot of people looking forward to this season because, you know, last year you were snubbed. There's no other way to look at it. Should have played in the postseason, didn't. With your team coming back this year intact and with everybody you're bringing in, uh, there's, uh, you know, a lot of people thinking this is the year that this team will be going to the postseason. Well, that's our goal, you know. Uh, we've... Uh our first meeting, we met in the Don Haskins Center, and we sat right in there in the gym. And, and I got to tell you, Coach, you know, we, we sat there and we looked around and we talked about all those banners that are hanging in there and how, you know, I think our kids on our team, they, they understand the tradition and what you did and what tradition's been there on that men's side, and, and we respect that. And we've also talked about how we'd like to add one of our banners up there to hang with that. You know, yep. it's never happened. Um, that's our goal. That's what we'd like to do. And and um, that's what we're working to. And, um, you know, uh, we've talked about those banners, though, Coach, because you uh, know what? I, it's uh, it's very – it's an honor to be in there every day knowing the history. If you, you look at our media guide, we've got one young lady who – talked about being a UTEP minor and has talked about what you guys did with that 66 team and how that changed college basketball 
And we got a young lady on our team that gets that and understands that. And I just think that's, yeah. you know, the neatest thing. I really do, and we're really proud uh, of what you Keith guys did. Keith, not changing the subject, but uh, last year, I thought uh, your team should have been in the NCAA tournament. And uh, uh, you'll now you'll have to get used to that, being out here. You, uh, you, your girls need to go win the tournament to make sure. Right. And uh, if you've won... Uh, 25, 26 games, but uh, there's been a lot of strange things. And we're west of the Mississippi, and uh, they'll take. Uh, I remember one year, I thought we had a heck of a team, and uh, there was. Uh, that's when they picked 48, right? And they picked seven teams west of Mississippi, and 41 east. East, wow! Right. And then on. Uh, I'll never forget Dave. Uh, can't think of his last name right now, but uh, he was uh, uh, on the committee, and he said they were to start talking about TV sets. You know, who would be watching? You know, out west they're saying, well, you know, that's not the that's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. And uh, uh, that prompted me. I challenged everybody in the Big East, home and home. Nobody would do it except at Georgetown. And the deal I finally made with John Thompson, who played here once, there twice, and used Big East officials. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Big East officials were the best we had all year. Is that right? Yeah, they were good because they were consistent. Okay. All right, let's do this. We're a little bit past the bottom of the hour. We're going to take a break, come back more with Keith Adams, and we're going to talk more Utah women's basketball next as the Don Haskins Show continues live from the Three-Legged Monkey and only on News Radio, Sam 600 KROD. Welcome back, everybody, as we recontinue here with the Don Haskins Show from the Three-Legged Monkey. If you've never been down here before, it's pretty easy to get to. 1550 Hawkins here at the corner of Hawkins and Montana. I'll tell you what, the people here are excited. You're signing dollar bills. What are you, uh, Monty Hall right now? Five-dollar $5 bill. Five-dollar bill. Yeah. $5 That's pretty good. Uh, it's a wonder I didn't keep it. Hang on one second, Coach. Go ahead. What would you say there? I said it's one that I didn't keep it because yeah. it wasn't fine. That's exactly that. That's pretty good. Most people bring ones. Yeah, well, that's well. I guess you know what? If you can afford to sign a five dollar bill, even more power to you. Yeah. Have, you have you ever signed a hundred dollar bill before? No. All hey, right. I watched Coach Signature too, and it was pretty good. Was it? Yes, it was. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's good. See that? I'm telling you, folks, come on down. Bring your fives, your tens, your hundreds. Coach will sign it for you here tonight uh, as uh, we continue from the three-legged monkey. If somebody brings you a $100 bill to sign, will you keep it or uh, will you uh, sign that one? I think I'd be, I'd have to sign it. You think so, huh? Tough call. It'd be tempting, wouldn't it? Yes, it, yes, it probably <laughs> would. Uh, we're continuing our conversation right now, talking uh, UTEP women's basketball with head coach uh, Keith Adams here on the program. Again, uh, so much expectations this year for, for your team. You know, in years past, there's been seasons where people have, have considered you in the middle of the pack. There have been seasons where people have considered you uh, to be in the bottom of, of the conference. Is it nice for a change to be put right now with the teams to beat in Conference USA? Well, you know what, Steve? Um, my response to that's the same as it's been every year, regardless of those rankings and all, really. They don't mean much. Uh, you know, when you're in the bottom, uh, 
it uh, it doesn't mean it's going to finish out that way. And right. if you're picked up at the top, it, it's it's something that every year everybody does. But I think for the players, it was probably a good. It was a nice thing in terms of just showing that we've earned some respect. But I think we understand this year, just like we did last year, that it really doesn't mean anything. You got to go out and play it. Yeah, uh, you know what it does though. It tells you that when you talk to the coaches before the season, you're the first team that they're thinking about in terms of teams to beat. And you know what? That's just a sign of respect more than right. anything else to me. And it's good to know that it's come to the point now where your basketball team is considered to be among the top teams in the conference heading into a uh, play. Right. It uh, it it is. And you know the the thing that. We just really, I, I think that we keep our focus on what we're trying to accomplish, and that's getting better, being a team, um, trying to improve every day. And, you know, we want to try to win as many ball games as we can. And then ultimately we want to hang a banner in the dawn. Yep. And uh, that's that's uh, where we're focused. And I'm, I'm ready to see it. I am too, Coach. Oh, you bet. Now, let I me, am too. Let's throw this at, uh, at Coach Haskins for a second. When you were picked to be the top team in the WAC when you were coaching, did that bother you, or did you not mind that at all? Did you want? Would you rather be considered one or two in the conference before the season started, or did you like being well, you lower know, down? You have, you have, uh, players read the paper. Sure. Unfortunately. And uh, uh, if you're picked to win the conference, uh, I think it makes it, the coaching a little tougher. If you pick fourth or fifth, um, you know, you, you, that's a lot to talk about and, yeah. and overcome. But uh, ask Keith that question. We just did. I, so, yeah. I, my approach is the same. I was we, signing a dollar bill. I know, he was you're, the, you're, he's you're the money man. He's you, the money are, man. you are the man. Of the, you know, you're the celebrity here. That's exactly right. That's right. So we're, we're just covering for you while you're autographing money. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's the, nothing you can say to that, is there? Now, what was your answer, Keith? My answer was my approach has been the same. Every year, you know, when you get, regardless of where you get picked, we've been picked in the cellar, we've been picked in the middle. You know, I've always had that approach that those preseason rankings, they really don't mean a thing because you got to go out and play it. you got to go out and earn it. Um, and so that's my approach about it. Obviously, when you're picked in the cellar, you can use that, you know, nobody respects us and we got to go out and prove people wrong type approach but i really you know we didn't we didn't there's no stock to put in that and i think our playing the teams that we are going to play and have played already um we know we've got things that we've got to get better and um that's been good for us yeah and um where were you picked we were picked second that's what i thought Uh, that's what i remembered but there uh, were seven teams that had first place votes and i think there's a lot of parity in our conference and our team understands that and and we also know last year, you know, in February, we lost four games that, that hurt us. If we'd have won some of those games, maybe that would help tip us over. But, Coach, you said something. You know, you're right. you got to win that tournament to guarantee getting into the big dance. That's the only way. That's the only guarantee. The only guarantee and and guarantee, yeah. we've talked about that, and our kids know that, and I, that's our goal. I totally disagree with the NCAA. On, see, I think if you win your leg, now you've played everybody twice. If you win your leg uh, and win the conference, that should be the determining factor. Because that's what you do over a long, long, extended period of time and consistency instead of that tournament where you you get hot. Where you play three games. Right. So what do you do with the tournament winners? Obviously, you play the tournaments because the conferences want to make more money. That's what it's all about. It's all about the dollars. So what do you do with the tournament winners? If the the regular season champs get the automatic bid, what do you do with the tournament winners? Do they just get more consideration? Is that how it should work? Well, 
Uh, I, I'm not. I, I remember a few years ago that Alabama, I think it's Alabama, was seven and twenty-four, something like yeah. that, and uh, they had the uh, SEC uh, tournament in Kentucky, and they went over and won the tournament. So now, see, you got the in that league. That means there's going to be that just adds another one, right? So somebody's going to get booted out. Yeah, some somebody's going to get booted out because they're they're going to take the conference winner, second, third, but a team, and it's happened several times. A team that's won seven or eight games. Uh, how, you know, to me, I wouldn't like it as a coach. As what I would be telling my players is, where in the hell were we? You know, when uh, the season's going along. Why, why did you just win seven? Yeah. Hey, it makes sense. It really does. Uh, there's really no answer. That's that's the hard part right now. You know, they're talking about another tournament. I don't know if you heard the news about that for a men's basketball tournament. They're talking about yet another postseason well, tournament we, to go along with the NCAA and the NIT. We just got a, a deal in the mail uh, just this past week about another tournament for the teams that don't get in the NIT. and. You know, I, I know for us, some motivation, too, we have is last year, you know, none of our kids went on spring break. We were on the bubble. The NIT people told us not to go home. We stayed and practiced, and we were there, you know. And then that night when we found out we didn't get in, kids couldn't go home. And I remember that night, I, I, felt, I felt so bad because that was a time, that week it was a Monday night. Yeah. And there, our kids were here that week, and they were going to be here. And everybody else was gone, and they were here because yeah. we stayed to practice. The NIT told you not to go. They home, told right? us, well, I wouldn't. They told us not to go home. We, they, we wouldn't cancel practice if we were. If they were us, and uh, so we practiced. Yeah. But you know, the other thing too is we, coach, we've never been practicing for post tournament. I mean, this program, we've never been in that position where we thought we had a chance yeah, so right. that was that was just one more process and step for us in building the program and but i know that that night once we found out what i felt really bad about was that our kids weren't going to be able to go home and be with their families yeah and exactly. we had stayed there and practiced but also uh, this year guess what i'm going to be reminding our kids about do you guys remember spring break last year do you remember where we were at? Just, you know, motivating, knowing we want to go out. Let's get this thing done this year and knock this thing out because we did make that sacrifice last year, and then we didn't get in. 6.47 the time. Let's take a break. We are back to wrap up our number one with Keith Adams as the Don Haskins Show continues live from the Three-Legged Monkey and only on News Radio KROD. News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody. As we continue, it's uh, more of the Don Haskins Show live from the Three-Legged Monkey. Again, coming up in hour number two, UTEP, uh, former UTEP assistant coach, who is now the head coach of uh, USC, Tim Floyd, will join us on the phone line. So look forward to that. We're also going to talk uh, more about the men's team, but we've been spending our first hour talking uh, UTEP women's basketball right now with head coach uh, Keith Adams. And again, uh, the Thanksgiving tournament will be here Friday, Saturday, a golden opportunity, Coach, again, 
for uh, UTEP basketball fans to stay here. If they're here in El Paso, they can come out, watch games Friday and Saturday. I love it, and I love the fact also that every year the crowds continue to grow for UTEP women's basketball. It's great to see that fans are really starting to catch on and, and realize how much fun to watch this team is. Yeah, you know, we had uh, two exhibition games, and we had around 1,800 to 2,000. And that was a really a really good crowd uh, for us at our exhibition game. And uh, yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to come out and bring their bring their kids and their families and um, be ready to have some fun. And and you know the great thing is people are going to have some time where they can go out and do some things and enjoy themselves over the holiday. I think that's the great thing about having the Thanksgiving tournament is that you know people are not working and they've got some free time and we've got something being offered at UTEP for people to enjoy themselves over the holiday and what better way go eat a bunch of food and come in and sit down and watch some gals play some good basketball and we've got some good teams coming in it's going to be a really competitive tournament I think uh, you know we're, we're trying to do it upright we're going to have a an all-tournament team we'll have an MVP an all-defensive player you know, Coach, a lot of times you go to places and it's always an MVP, but they don't have a defensive player. We're going to have an all-defensive player. Cause I, I think, think that's good. Yeah, because, you know, get, uh, getting kids to play defense, that's an important Keith, part I'll of the ne- game. I'll never forget. It was uh, way back when we got Memorial Gym got a little small. So to make a little money, we went down to Coliseum, which uh, – uh, uh, wasn't the best place, but you get two or three thousand people more in there, and I'll never forget going down there, and there would be these families, and they'd come over for the evening meal. They'd bring tacos and uh, burritos, hamburgers, what have you. But it was quite a deal around the stands. There would be fam- you know, families. And I never. Uh, they they always asked me to stop and eat. And I will always would have a bite and then get sick in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a little, uh, you need a little water to go along with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, we're looking forward to the tournament because I think we'll uh, we'll have some good basketball and it's going to be some fun. Yeah, without a doubt. And then before you know it, it'll be a conference play right around the corner. It starts up the first of the year. And it's kind of scary, isn't it, how fast sometimes these seasons can just fly by when you talk about it from the start till. Uh, uh, tournament time. Well, you want to talk about scary fast time. You're talking about time, Steve. It's uh, it's hard to believe that you know this is my seventh year. I mean, it just seems like it's it's gone so quickly. And you know, I'm sure Coach Haskins sits here and says, "Wow, time does go fast, doesn't it, Coach?" I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it does. really does. And you uh, know, uh, the uh, I don't know. I've I've been so impressed with uh, the way you've coached, the way you've recruited and uh, hung in there and uh, uh, basketball fans out there listen come and watch the women play now you say i'm not uh, i'm gonna come when i can i know you will, coach. Uh, i'll come hey, when i can you know what i haven't seen men play yet either i gotta tell this quick story sure the first game coach haskins came to was when we played la tech and they were ranked in the top 25 and I remember sitting over there, and I saw Coach Haskins. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, the first game coach is going to see me. Coach is going to be against no, I, La Tech. And- I watched you play before then. Uh, Every I think once that was in a while. You know, back up there where those doors are in the back? 
Oh, you got up there and I didn't oh, know yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been in there more times than you think. Well, I know for me, the, I know, thought the first time was Lop no. Tech and I was going, oh, because they were down, really, really, really good. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> but you know what? We gave them a run for their money and, and made a game, and, and Coach was so nice. He called me that night, and he was like, you know what? You guys gave them a run for your money, and... And that meant a lot That's to me. That's all you can do. I know it. But, boy, I just know that night I was going, oh, my do. goodness. The first game coach is going to see me coach is going to be against Law no, Tech. I, and that was like a three-headed monster because <laughs> they were really, really good. I, uh, I'd i seen you play before that time. Nice. And I, I used to watch uh, 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 Sandra Rushing's team. Yep. And I'd come around. In fact, she showed me where to get in back there. <laughs> and there's always the guy. And, good. you know, you drive right to that level. And you only have to walk a few feet. Now, Coach, of course, I you're bet, sitting on top of the gym. I bet you're a guy that knows about back doors, getting into gyms, and finding ball players. I know you know um, about back doors to gyms. I, when I was a kid learning to play basketball, uh, we had a, a little college called Phillips University. And, in Oklahoma. Uh, in Oklahoma, yep. ain't it? Yeah. And uh, I'd break in there, you know, somewhere or another I'd get in, and they always had an old ball somewhere in and I'll for, never forget the coach. One night caught me in there about ten thirty or eleven, and I had you know lights on down. I knew where the lights were. Right, right. And he had a big paddle, and he wore me out. And about four or five years later, or six, he tried to recruit me. <laughs> and that was the end I of bet, that. I uh, bet you reminded him of that, didn't you? That I second. certainly did. Yes, nice. there you go. Well, Coach, I uh, can't thank you enough for spending the whole first hour hey, with thanks, us. guys. Enjoy it, and we'll look thank forward to getting them. you back during the season. Thank there you go. Thank you, guys. That's appreciate Keith it. Adams. We're back. Hour number two next from the Three-Legged Monkey at the Don Haskins Show on News Radio, KRD 600.